It's another week and another opportunity to hear me and David fight for supremacy in the growing phenomenon, an utterly unique battle of wits known as fantasy fantasy football. If this is your first time listening, firstly, what the hell is wrong with you? And secondly, don't worry, as we will briefly run through the rules now. Every week, me and David pick five-a-side teams based on a theme chosen by the home side. The home side will alternate each week, but while the person playing at home will be given the opportunity to choose the theme and make their player pick first, the away side has the opportunity to cause an upset by bringing players into play that the others failed to spot. Both sides will also have a bench full of alternative players, but the opportunity to use only one as a substitute, as well as a manager who could end up being the difference. Once we've chosen the winner based on logic or whatever statistics we can find online, the loser will have to gift a prize to the winner via post. We've seen a few instances of Mourinho-like ruthlessness, but nothing could top last week as I set David up to fail with a theme designed from my own specialism of celebrity chefs, making a lethal blow as I overtook him despite previously trailing by a distance. I started strongly by playing my trump card of Gordon Ramsay in midfield, and despite David's efforts to dupe me with his infamous mystery picks, my knowledge for the subject saw me come out on top something I'd failed to do towards the start of the series. David returns to the home side, but will I bolster my lead or will he get things back to being all square? As the victor for successive weeks, my prizes are beginning to stack up. This time around, I received a prize that was topical to the previous two weeks, David sending me a make-your-own-meal during lockdown kit. However, it wasn't from one of the recognised restaurants and services. Instead, it was from Pets at Home, which is concerning, as you might have guessed, you're not meant to eat the animals. As such, the box included a selection of animal food and a live parrot. But as you might imagine, I refuse to eat any of it, primarily, as you might have guessed, the parrot. I'm not yet questioned, David, over this particular prize choice, so I will do that now. David, what was your thought behind the prize? And more importantly, what is this week's theme? Sure, so uh, I was just feeling a bit bitter, really, as um, as many people following us on social media will know, I was deeply unhappy to not get a single goal from any of my left field picks one of which was Remy the rat from Ratatouille so i thought let's uh let's launch some food your way that that not even remy would touch yeah well i i can understand it you you were quite far in the lead a few weeks ago and it's all it's all changed but it could change again yeah, it's gonna it's gonna have to coming into the final uh, final few games of the season. Um, yeah, I I was I was three one up. I've lost the last three weeks in a row, uh, including one on my own theme, which was food mascots. So That's something only I've done before. So it's possible. Yeah. So um, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to get a win today. Nice to turn it around. But I've picked. Uh, I've picked the theme of sitcom stars and I'm not sure that this, this plays into my hands particularly well. I mean, I like sitcoms. I've got a few options to choose from, but I also know that you very much like sitcoms. So I I think it's like a mental game, isn't it? I'm trying to, I'm trying to psych you out, beat you on a topic you're strong on, and then maybe that will send you spiraling. I mean, anything can happen. And and I think one of the things that you you sort of have a possible advantage on is is the fact that, you know, I'll get carried away and go, oh, but I really like these and put them in, even though they probably wouldn't win. So I've got to I've got to um, be quite disciplined with myself on my choices. Yeah, we're looking for we're looking for some ruthless efficiency, I think, from my side. I think um, you're you're definitely going to have some passion picks. That's what I'm hoping for. And maybe I can make a case for. some just cold, hard, strong football players. But yeah. it, I mean, anything can happen. If you if you win this one, it's not looking great for me. If I win it, I think that could be. It. I think I could derail you completely. So it's yeah. a it's a bit of a. I don't think it's last chance saloon, but I think it's a it's a gamble that I'm hoping will pay off. Oh yeah, no. Well, I, I'm I'm never I'm never confident. Even if I'm if I'm three nil up, I wouldn't be confident. Well, you know, uh, technically that that uh, that'd win, but even then, at that somehow... point, at that point, something's got to go really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'll, I'll find a way. I mean, I was only winning when I was inventing new rules, and I haven't managed to convince you of any yet. So uh... <laughs> yeah. that's sort of true, but still. Um, so um, actually, that's another thing. What what uh, what's your team name this week? 
First, I think we should uh, I think we should hear yours, mate. You are always the star of the show on this, and uh, you often have to go second. So, why don't you take all the time you want? And if yours are better than mine, I'll nick one of them probably. But well, yeah, that's fine. Um, it really is. It, I, I thought with there's so there's so much to work with for sitcom week because you know not normally we'll sort of have it's a bit like kind of focused. I mean, even even like Marvel Villains Week, we'd have you know, you could you could have anyone from Marvel, but they did have to be a villain. And when you think about the percentage of all the characters just filtered down to villains, that does take a lot away. But even then, I managed to come up with quite a few I was happy with. Um, but this week, even though I had so much to work with, so many character names and so many, um, you know, sitcom titles, I, I didn't come up with that many. Um, but I did manage to piece a few together, um, with a lot of them probably being... Not even sort of the bad ones, like the really, really, really dreadful ones. Um, but I'm, but as I do every week, I've come up with a lot of alternative options, mostly based on very poor puns. Um, I've got um, Otmar Seinfeld, like Otmar Hitzfeld. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's pushing it. Um, Pep Show, like Peep Show, but like Guardiola involved. Uh, Ryan Frazier, but spelt like Frazier, the, the sitcom. Nice. Um, Freund's, like Stefan Freund. <laughs> okay. It gets, okay. You were it's a very, it's, you were scraping the bottom of the barrel, weren't you? Yeah. Uh, Will Grigg and Grace. Fine. Um, that seventies Joe, but obviously J O, like the city strike former city striker. Um, Maxi, like taxi, but Maxi Rodriguez. No. Um, Black Agger. Oh no. Daniel Agger makes you black adder. Um, this is quite a good one. Based on um, rising Derby star Lewis Sibley, I've got the Vicar of Sibley. Yeah, that that's fine. That's fine. That's yeah, that's I like okay, that. Which is which is a step up. Um, the US the US offside. Okay, that one took a while. Yeah. That one took a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took a while for me as well, which you wouldn't expect. Oh, written down, I reckon um, I would have got that instantly, but yeah. <laughs> um, the the hedge duck split of it. Oh Christ! Um, <laughs> the mighty coots, Paul Coots, mixed with the mighty Bush. Okay. Uh, the the in behind us. Nice. That's not that bad. I like that. This is probably my this is actually probably one of my better ones. Um, Jisung Parks and Recreation. Yeah. Um, but out of out of all that, I've gone for the IT count. That's just for Dirt Cow, isn't it? Uh, yeah, fine. And I do really like Dirt Cow, so I've got some. I've got like a certain era of Liverpool's really forced into my team: Dirt Cow, Max Rodriguez, Daniel Ag. Yeah, I'm really forcing through that that very poor but weirdly iconic Liverpool era. Um, Success in Europe, got... not so much. <laughs> yeah, anywhere. Um, I, I should really though. I I was hoping to have a lot of good of good ones this week based on the amount of things I could, you know, the, the, um, the subject, I thought there'd be so much, but you know, this game surprises you. What have you gone for? Um, well, you touched on, you touched on one of the ones I was going for. Um, so I, I've oh. got the one that I was going with as my absolute worst case scenario. can't think of anything else is, uh, Pierce Hawthorne's from, uh, community Pierce Hawthorne. Oh, right. um, but I did, I did get a a Parks and Rec one. I think that was probably the easiest, easiest one to fit in. Yeah. It. And I went like bang on the nose, Queens Parks and Recreation. That's very good, though. It's still QPR as well, which is I don't know. Yeah. good is it? And it's and it's actually a team, so it it does work as a team name. Oh, there you go. So it's 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 worked out somewhat, I think. Yeah, I think that's very good. Oh, thank you very much. You've never said that before. Wow! It's not. It's not, it's not quite the uh, compliment it should. Be. <laughs> My bar is very low, but it's still me. It, you know, it's meant well. So, well, it's all. Uh, I think that's everything, isn't it? Before we get into the match, put yeah. the kit on we're, and we're uh, get get this show on the road.
first up this week, and I have decided to bring back an old favourite. Uh, mm. We're going for Justice for Monica. So I've brought her back two weeks in a row. Oh, God. It's Monica Geller from Friends in the exact same position at centre-back. Um, anyone who hasn't listened to last week's episode and doesn't want spoilers, um, you know, should have listened. But you can mute for probably the next 30 seconds. So I picked her because I want a sort of sweeper of a centre-back. And Monica does yeah. have a propensity for cleaning. She's a commanding presence at the back. She's got a propensity for American football. And uh, I think she's I think she's got a good intimidation factor back there. And I That's think true. she'd probably be a good... I think she'd play out well from the back. So... Yeah, true. And, you know, sitcoms you got to really have someone from friends somewhere. Otherwise we're doing it, doing the whole genre a disservice. So uh, that's my choice. Monica, we're going justice for Monica. No, that's, that's a good pick. I, I weirdly didn't expect you to do that, but it's, um, <laughs> we can always have crossover. So there's, you know, fair play. Um, I've gone for, I, I feel like it's kind of, it, it's, it's really a perfect meeting because I've gone for, um, someone from another sitcom, which is also like one of the biggest sitcoms ever, and it was—I'm pretty sure it was the sitcom. It was the biggest sitcom ever before Friends, and then then it went on to be Frasier, and then Two and a Half Men uh, for some reason. But, <laughs> but the—I uh, um, <laughs> don't know. I don't even know what. Oh, it'd be Big Bang Theory now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I've gone for um, Cosmo Kramer from Seinfeld. Um, because it's a, it's just a brilliant character. Sadly, he went a bit AWOL and, and then said something racist in, a, in some comedy club like a few years ago, so he ruined his career. But back then, he was like one of the best, you know, comic talents in the world. And his character was just... just the, the whole sh- I just love the whole show because... Um, you know, there's so, there's, so many, there's so many different contrasting characters with a lot of uh, identity to them. But then he just bursts through the door and then nearly falls over. And it's just sort of he just livens everything up. I ne- I nearly put him as my manager because because he kind of he can just come up with the, these mad mad scenarios and he always manages to get out of things. You know, if anything bad happens, he get he gets out of it and he's sort of elusive and he 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 gets on with everyone and he's just sort of like you can't dislike him. But I thought as a winger he'd be very creative and just completely mental um, and it'd cause problems to another team. So that's why I picked him. It's- I think that's a really solid start. Sitcom stars, and we've got Seinfeld and Friends. We've got Monica and Kramer straight off the bat. Yeah. Wow. Um, any any early feelings on who who wins um, this duel? It's a, it's a tough one because I do think I do think Monica's a strong choice. Um, I'm, I mean, it's 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 so difficult that I'm already I'm already looking up who would win. <laughs> um, because I, I, it's just it's just so hard to hard to split, and I just I just I love the Kramer character, but yeah. And I do feel what you mean, saying that the Monica character is very strong, and, and would really would be she would be the the defender you give the armband to. I th- yeah, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely got captaincy material. Um, yeah, um, I I mean, there's always the risk that I'll just bring her back next week as well until she gets a <laughs> gets a point. So. Oh, but Kramer's um, got that kind of eccentric hair that a winger should have. It, yeah, he's sort of like one. He's sort of like a Socrates, where he'd just mm. be like, "I know I'm, I'm, very, I'm ridiculously skinny and not really athletic and and look a bit mental, but I, I, I just do. It just works. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm not. What well, well, I don't know what sort of criteria we could use to split the two. Um, I guess. We could do Seinfeld versus Friends in terms of success, but then I don't know. I think I'm scared because I think Friends might win. But <laughs> well, like like, um, sure. <laughs> like number of awards or something, or yeah, we could do. Um, just because I don't, I, I've already looked up Monica versus Cosmo, and it doesn't get anywhere. Yeah, because um, I think. I think, um, generally speaking, Seinfeld critically is held up slightly more than Friends, but I think yeah. I don't think it's unfair to say Friends probably edges it on popularity. Oh yeah, definitely. So um, 
it's a shame with Seinfeld because it's such a massive name and it's such like it's so iconic, but not I've just felt like not enough people have seen it. It's mm. such a good show. Um, okay. I've got according to the featured snippet on Google, how many awards did Friends win? Returns with six six uh, Emmy wins. We're and sixty two nominations, but then he won six. Um wow. apparently Seinfeld received 10 Emmy Awards. Oh. Ouch. Not the best. Start. And it, it looks um, like it's been nominated for more as well. So, yeah, I'd, 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 I'm, to be honest, I, I thought, well, this is me falling on my yeah. sword. Yeah. Um, God. What, what was winning then? Is that like, is that like Frasier <laughs> or is that the wrong. Um, I'm not sure, unless it, maybe it was a broad category, it's just TV shows yeah. and some serious drama was winning, because I think things are a bit more um, like sectioned off now, where they, they sort of go, best comedy that's five minutes long, <laughs> best comedy that's six minutes long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think... Well, hey, I, I put forward that we should go for awards, and uh, it's it's come back to haunt me, so... I mean, I'll I'll try and find something where you can work her in next week. Yeah, pe- I I think if you go for people called Monica, yeah, um, I've got half a chance. But uh, I can't think of anyone else. But I could I could try it. Yeah, well, I mean, we'd have a Courtney Cox characters. <laughs> yeah, it'd be that, and then when she was in Scream, and then she um her oh Cougar Town. Yeah, yeah, her. Um, but, but then that's it. Her Instagram, so. She just has loads of bacon on it and stuff. Like, oh, she's... oh, so she really can bake. Yeah, well, she apparently... Here you go. This is a fun thing, um, because Monica's yeah. never getting back in my team ever again. <laughs> apparently, all those years on Friends, she never learned to cook. Oh. Monica never bothered to learn to... Uh, sorry, Courtney Cox never learned to cook on Friends. Yeah. And then when she finished, she was like, actually, I'd quite like to learn how to do this oh, sort yeah. of stuff so she she's got quite proficient at cooking but yeah. only after friends so it's like a happy coincidence oh, right. unhappy based coincidence that, she, yeah so that takes the edge off it doesn't it and and based on that maybe you should have won last week but I don't know. well well it's all right for you saying that now but <laughs> it's that sort of thing it's like when you you know like when a team wins wins a match and in the match they give say the the they win a penalty and they know it's a dive and they're sort of like, I don't think it is, and shouting at the ref and then afterwards they're like, well, maybe, maybe it was. Like, you're saying it now because it's too late. <laughs> oh, never mind. I know what you're doing. Hey ho. Okay, well, um, I'm going to start on the back foot then. So that is 1-0 to you. So we will move swiftly on to I think we'll go centre midfield. Oh, so it's a change of pace this one uh, because we're coming back to this side of the uh, of the pond, and I've yeah. gone for a character from Peep Show, oh, who famously ran to Windsor. I'm going yes. for Super Hands. Uh, my my excitement couldn't be contained at you picking that. It's <laughs> he's, he's like I don't know. He's a character in it, so I think he'd be, yeah. do unexpected things. I could imagine him being quite a flashy sort of player, like. Yeah in the centre midfield, but also like has a nice kind of aggression to him. There's a good intensity about super hands and then yeah. leaning heavily on the run into Windsor. Like really, it's a, it's a very, it's a very similar character to Kramer, really mm. both like quite tall, wanky eccentrics that just turn up and steal the show. Yeah. Um, I've kind of, for my midfield, it's, it's, it's already funny picturing your midfield versus mine because it's just completely different sort of player. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I love the show Frasier, and I watch it quite a lot. And I, I sort of, in, it was sort of a, and and uh, from the start of the when we started the podcast, and I used to put in a lot of players based on like, well, I like them, and so therefore they have to play. But I was trying to do a bit of, I was trying to think a bit, a, a, be a bit smarter about it as well. And so instead of going straight for Frasier, which I was tempted to put centre back because of his big head, um, <laughs> I went for I went for Niles Crane in central midfield, um, and it's a bit it's it's a bit of a risky choice, but um, I'm not sure if you've seen much of Friends. I mean, not Friends. Frasier, yeah, I've seen I've seen a bit of Friends, and I don't remember Niles Crane in it. But <laughs> there's like a crossover episode. <laughs> um, 
Um, but the, there's a uh, there's an episode of Frasier where they go to the, the dads. The dads like really into sport and stuff, and they're not, and that's how different they are and stuff. Mm. And there's a, they go to a, they go to a basketball game, and there's a, a competition where it's just picked on the picked on the seat number. Somebody will be brought up to to try and throw the ball into the net, and um, and out of nowhere, Niles gets picked, and obviously it's this quite small, weedy, timid, OCD guy. Um, but he goes up and he gets it in one. And it's just mad because he's actually got loads of sporting ability, but he just doesn't look like it. So based on that, I thought he'd be the type of person you'd you'd, you'd come onto a pitch and you'd think he's got no chance. And then he'd he'd he won't he won't necessarily boss it, but I think he'd be like an Urzil and make a few interesting, interesting passes. Um, but but yeah, you've you've thrown me putting super hands against him because you don't know what he's going to do. I can already imagine the type that this is like a classic matchup where you've got like basically a bit like um do you ever play football for school and you'd go to like play a different school mm. and yeah it's a bit like when you rock up and you've got i feel like super hands is the guy rocking up in like bright orange boots yeah niles crane is turning up in sort of like classic black maybe a bit of white on there and yeah. you think oh yeah super hands is gonna absolutely slaughter him and then after the game like Niles Crane's got like three assists. He's yeah. had soup hands in his pocket the whole time, and you just like, oh, and you know, somebody's one of the teachers goes, "See, lad, that's why, you know, you've got ahead of yourself there." And you think, like, sir, you teach maths, like, leave me, <laughs> leave me be. Um, <laughs> so, oh man, and then I mean, like, that secret sport and ability is throwing me as well, like because you just wouldn't expect it. And I think Supans is so yeah. the type of character to like get overconfident and then just get absolutely embarrassed. Well, is there is there any? Uh, I mean, I I have watched I watched I have watched Peep Show, but it was a long time ago that I watched in its entirety. Is there any any um, episodes where he he does anything to do with sport? I was sort of relying most heavily on that running bit. Um, oh yeah, that's a good that... point. I didn't even think of that. To, to be honest, I mean that that does make him very, very. I mean, if he can run all the way there, then it, that does kind of make it hard to. His legs, imagine. his legs do turn to jelly. He is sat on the floor and he says he's a jelly. So I, I mean, I like to think that would be after the match. I like to think that's an indication that he's like plays the whole match and then maybe he's given mm. his all on the pitch. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking based on five aside. I mean, I mean, playing an eleven aside match is yeah. probably easier than five aside because you're just running constantly and changing direction constantly. If he can run that kind of distance, surely five aside is perfect for him. You'd think he could keep chugging away, but I don't know, man. You can keep chugging, but honestly, maybe I'm setting myself up for a an Istanbul. We've spoken about it before. Has it happened? Has it happened? I don't know if it has. It happened I don't know if it has. It has with me over games, but it yeah, hasn't. I, well, I feel like but... I feel like we've gone two nil, then two two, and then the person who's it's like tennis, you know, in the five setter, they yeah, rally yeah, but yeah. ultimately lose. But I'm just thinking, Niles Crane is is like it's like a perfect matchup really for you. I just I can't see yeah. Superhands taking him seriously, and then I think looking at the characters. I think Niles is going to embarrass him. There's a lot of game to go. If you if, you're, if you think Niles will win, then you know. Look, you I, 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 I want to argue. I want to argue my way out of it, but I honestly, by I don't, I don't believe my own case. I think it. I think it is two now. I'm starting to think this week was an error. Can we? Can we redo? <laughs> um, I think it might be too late. <laughs> Oh dear. 2 0, right, okay. We're gonna go to my winger for the next choice. Because oh. to be honest with you, I think if I think the best sub I've got it would also come in on the wing. So if I'm to have a hope of pulling this game back, if you've got an absolute counter pick again, then I'm gonna need to bring on a sub on the wing just to like salvage something but my first choice is good and i have gone for jessica day from new girl 
Oh, right. That's a clever pick. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, so she's, you know, Zoe Deschanel and, and all that, as I'm sure people are aware. Yeah, she leans heavily during the show on having uh, big eyes, which I've said would be great for vision, <laughs> which you want out of a out of a wide player. And she's also a very creative individual. <laughs> which, you know, hopefully, hopefully sending some... Uh, Send some crosses in, playing some good passes, all that sort of stuff, finding the opening. I think she's got the sort of like positive never say die energy that I need right about now to uh <laughs> to try and keep us in the game. So yeah, and to be honest, like I like New Girl. It goes through a bumpy patch, and I think I don't know if you ever got it when you were watching it, but like E4 seemed to when it was on E4 it might still be. Um, mm. E4 like the timeline for it was so weird because it seemed like they'd play something from like half of season one and then randomly they jumped to, like season four. Oh. Then they'd be back to three. And for the longest time, I was like, I have no idea what part we're in. <laughs> you dropped in and it all felt like it was like where it should be, but you were like, I know this isn't right because there's like, yeah. yeah. It's like a glitch. I just didn't understand it. And then I finally watched it all the way through, start to finish. And your mind's blown. You can't believe where all of this happens. Yeah. So uh, anyway, just good day out wide. I I actually did that with with Breaking Bad because I watched the first like three series. And then uh, it's my own fault, but I like missed a few series. And then I thought I'll just watch the last series. Or, or whatever, or I think it may have just been the last couple of episodes. And then I, I, spent, that, I spent that just just one of them things where I just thought oh, I might as well see how it ended. I wouldn't do it now because I don't want to ruin it, but I don't know why I did it then. And then I just remember thinking, God, where's Hank? And stuff. And I was yeah. like, God, he, he mustn't, maybe he just wasn't in it. And then when I watched it all the way through, I was like, bloody hell, it all kicked yeah. off. The bit, the bit I missed, if anything, was the best bit. Yeah. It was where it all kicked off. Like the, even Hank in the hospital and all that stuff. Um, and um, you know, and just there's so there's so much where it, it just gets worse and worse and worse, and then Walter obviously goes off on one, and then you know, um, I missed all the good stuff really. So my my rating of that show massively changed when I watched it properly. Um, Jeez, that's so rogue. I know, um, <laughs> completely unlike me. <laughs> Honestly, uh, but but yeah, I'll I'll stop delaying now. Um, I got um, at centre back. I, I did. I did have a few few ideas, um, but I'll, I'll obviously not mention my my subs just in case they come up later on. Um, we should really we should make a special episode where we go through all of our subs in case they're not been mentioned because there's so many like interesting mentions that we didn't manage to use. That'd be cool. Um, but um, I, yeah, from from the from the options I had, I kind of I thought like. I'm not going to go for someone who's who's maybe physically tough. I'm just going to go for I'm just going to go for someone who I think would be the right sort of fit and maybe just like a bit a bit of a loony. So I've gone for Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny. Okay. Um, because he's just I mean he's just mental. He's just he's he's from out of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It was um, if you ever seen um, if you ever seen interviews with the creators, um, they they always sort of say that they wanted to make a sitcom. Where instead of instead of the characters getting better and looking after themselves more as it progresses, you know, like like Friends or Seinfeld, where you could tell they got money and so they looked better and they were you know in better shape and they were clearly they clearly went from being you know sort of like new actors to being like stars and mm. like recognised names. With that, they wanted them to get to to get worse. And if anything, they were sort of they were instead of them all being like, oh well, we can relate to these. They made them as morally questionable as possible. Um, and um, and it, you know it it really. It's arguable who's the nastiest out of them, but it's quite endearing how vile they are as people. Like, because um, all of them, none of them, none of them mean well at all. They all just, they all just want things for themselves, and they want, you know, they'll just do anything <laughs> for money and whatever else. You know, there's, it's, and it's very, very controversial, but it's, it's really entertaining. But out of any, any, out of all of them, really, the, I personally think the worst out of all of them is, is Dennis. Um, and I and I do kind of think if the show was brand new now, it wouldn't probably be allowed to be made. It's only because it's been it was started a few years ago that they're carrying it on. Um, because it, but he's just he's just vile. Like he'll get, he goes out of his way to um, he's kind of just just a nasty person. He and he even has what he calls the Dennis system, which is a way of of um, 
sort of making making women stay with him in a very like emotionally uh, destructive way. Oh no! Um, and he's just completely yeah. He's just completely he's just completely insane. So I thought he'd be perfect as a centre back. I mean, you're making a very strong case. But at the same time, I do. I know this is kind of shooting myself in the foot, but when I'm two 0 up, I suppose I'm I'm happy to be a bit more risky with what I say. But I mean, he is he is that mental. I'm not even sure if he'd play the whole match. I feel like he'd either get sent off or could just forget what he's doing because there's there's especially one episode where he goes completely mental, um, starts calling himself the Golden God. Um, and then says, and then says that he's untethered and his rage knows no bounds and just starts screaming. Um, so um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I'm not as confident as I was, especially against somebody like your pick that that's kind of known for being quite calm and you know is sort of like a little bit eccentric, but but not um, unhinged like Dennis is. Do, do we think uh, Jessica Day would? So obviously Dennis is not not particularly pleasant to women. Do you think Jessica Day's got any chance of uh, reining that in, or is it is he just irredeemable? I'm not. I'm. I, I haven't he, watched I, a lot of It's Always Sunny. I've caught it, bits. It, it's 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 one of them shows where I think it's about series three or four. Danny DeVito comes into it and it just go. It goes up so many levels when he comes into it, and and it's kind of if anything now it's gone a bit too meta, where some episodes are like trying to you know it's kind of like trying too hard to be like oh, yeah well, you know we're we're doing this to be offensive and therefore this is making a point it's like very clever but just 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 try and be funny um but um yeah it's a it's a it's, it's kind of a tough one if anything i kind of think maybe playing a female against him is achilles heel because he's so he i think if it was another man he might sort of take it a bit more seriously but because of how he how he is with women he may not he may sort of approach it in the wrong way and could end up making a fool of himself. Ooh, okay. And Jess Jess has got that charm, you know? She's got a <laughs> beguiling um, sort of charm where, like, I mean, there's a few instances in Nuga where she sort of disarms people. Yeah. So maybe maybe she yeah. could be, like, like you say, maybe there's some kryptonite there for him. I think, I mean, like, I don't, obviously we don't go out of our way to just pick men, but I didn't really expect him to come against a, a female just because just just didn't no no reason, and so maybe that is that is the one thing that could defeat him, especially one as content and you know level headed as she is. I think he might be in a mess. So um, I think I just think realistically based on that, you, I think that that I think she'd win. Oof. Well, you yeah, you've said it now, so you can't take it back. So we'll. Uh... <laughs> Here we go. Comeback starts here. That'll make it. That'll make it two-one to you. But be afraid. <laughs> I am. Of the uh, of the two picks that I've got left, one of them was absolutely a passion pick, and one of yeah. them is probably quite a safe one. Uh-huh. So I think I might. Oh. I think I might throw caution to the wind. I'm going to go go to goalkeeper. Oh, and this is a passion pit. This is um, it's from it's a character from Toast of London. Oh, that's that's a very good show. I love it. It's the thing that I um, I think it's probably the show I like rewatch the most. Yeah, I just think it's it's so my humour. It's just yeah. like completely out there. I think the name's genius. Hmm. The um the characters are genius. Matt Berry as Stephen Toast is just oh, yeah. next level. I've, apparently, there's going to be a Toast uh, in America. Yeah, yeah, no, I saw Wait. that. I think isn't it going to be in BBC as well? Even though it's an ITV, like a uh, Channel Four. Show. Yeah, I think like moving it over for that. Yeah, so that's I think that will be incredible. Um, yeah. So I haven't gone for Stephen Toast himself because he's typically. Not that lucky and a bit bumbling, but you know yeah. he's been name checked now. But I have gone for Ray Bloody Purchase. That's a very good as one. my as my keeper. I've leaned heavy on the older keepers are crazy. Yeah. Part. Oh yeah. Uh, so he's a live wire. He's a loose cannon. I mean, like 
he's got a gun and he shoots bullets into the ceiling and he's like i think in the pilot episode he was like doing reconstructive surgery on someone it's like the pilot or <laughs> it might be episode one actually yeah. uh, like it's it, yeah ray cannon is just apps ray cannon ray purchase ray bloody purchase is just an absolute loose cannon and he's also i mean physically he's a big guy so yeah, I think no, you know, true. put a big guy in he, goal. He's kind of a he'd be like a Ray Clements type, like absolutely massive, old fashioned. Yeah, has a mustache. Yeah, uh, like like Allison was for like a week not long ago. Yeah, and now he's not. So mustache um, is a great shout. Actually, all the all the best players have mustaches, don't they? So yeah, that's who I've gone for. And if he if he gets me a goal, he gets me a goal. And if he doesn't, we've had fun, haven't we? Yeah. Um. It, it's it's actually I've actually gone for another another sitcom character with a mustache against him, and they're kind of the, I suppose the sort of similar types of people in a sense. Um, I mean, funnily enough, I could have actually put Matt Berry against you as Stephen Toast, <laughs> and I was tempted to bring him on as a sub, but then by doing that, I was kind of well. I, I thought, I mean, Ray Purchase tends to tends to come out on top between the two. I think a lot yeah. of the time, so I don't really think that would have been a good idea. Um, I do actually have a, a hat trick of Matt Berry characters on my bench. <laughs> I've got um, Stephen Toast from Toast of London, Dixon Bainbridge from The Mighty Boosh, and Laszlo Cravensworth from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I won't be using any of them because I've mentioned them. Um, but um, what what I have done is I've gone for, as I said, another mustachioed uh, player against um, Ray Purchase. I've gone for Ray Swanson, Ron Swanson, sorry, from Parks and Recreation. Oh, I knew you'd pick him. I knew you'd pick him. I just, I, I uh, yeah, there's absolutely no way you weren't going to do that. And I knew you were. And I, th- oh. he just, he's just one of them that's completely unfazed by things. And you can just, you could just imagine being very cold and just, you know, doesn't really think twice. He isn't built for it. I'll give you that. <laughs> but, um, but then in five aside, who is? You, doesn't, doesn't matter. Up top, you can you can carry someone. They can yeah. Just he's, he's, yeet a, he's, it a goal. he's yet he's yet another Dean Windass. Yeah, isn't he? we always we love a Dean Windass. Yet another Dean Windass is like I don't know some sort of musical panto. I think. <laughs> yeah. Or or our secondary punk. <laughs> only only ever showing in Hull. Yeah. Um, oh but, yeah, it's 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 a tough one, and it's two very different worlds, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Shall I tell? Shall I tell you my initial reaction? What? In a battle of the mustaches, I think it's close. I, I, I say it's close. I think it's probably. I think it's probably Ron rather than Ray, and I don't think Ray's tomfoolery gets the better of the unflappable Ron Swanson. Don't think. This is painful, isn't it? Because uh, I, I found goalkeeper. Did you find goalkeeper the hardest position to pick this week? Um, I actually really have to oh, goalkeeper. No. So not, not really. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I, I found it so difficult to pick a goalkeeper. So you're going to like just make me feel like an absolute Pillock, but oh, not not being able to work one out and just going like, oh, I like this guy. I'll put him in. I think your your pick was good though. I didn't even think it, of that. And I I even had a toast a toast to London character. And it wasn't. Him. It's like the best of a bad bunch. But there's, oh, yeah. Oh no. How can I try and swing this? If, oh. You could. I mean, if if you determined that Ron had beat him, you could use your sub, but then you wouldn't have a sub for the last round. The problem is, if I oh, I don't think there's I don't think there's anyone that comes in and beats Ron. I don't think I've got a good sub for a goalkeeper either. This might be it, Rob. This might be uh, the first time a winner's decided before the fifth matchup. I don't feel good about it. Honestly, like you've just you've just destroyed it. You're, I mean, even the one I got, Jess versus Dennis Reynolds. That that was close. 
you've just you've like counterpicked me in some places. You've, I mean, I thought I could lean on the mustache, but Ray's not got the best mustache in this game. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a tough. It's when you bring it down to the mustaches, then you're. you're I mean, a tough game if you ask people, you know, an iconic mustache from TV, you've got Tom Selleck. So I could maybe yeah. have looked at Richard from Friends, but you know, I can't put Richard and Monica on the same team. I'd upset Chandler. <laughs> Uh, yeah don't be ridiculous that'd be so stupid and then Howard Moon Howard Moon that would be another good one he's not on my bench but maybe um, but then you are thinking you are thinking you're Ron Swanson's aren't you yeah it's happened Rob it's happened do you know what it's happened I'm fine with it I got to say Ray bloody purchase multiple Multiple times times. I think once more for the road uh, but I think this is three-one. I think Ron Swanson does does edge it against Ray Bloody Purchase. So three-one. So you, you've officially won. But of course, we'll play out the final matchup just to see if we can keep yeah. the three-two streak alive. But this could yeah, be a first no, of many things this week. Wouldn't that be nice? Not for me. Yeah. Oh, well. Not for me. It's soul destroying. <laughs> um, if it helps, the guilt's killing me too. So. It's going to be four in a row. It's going to be... Oh, mate. Okay, well, striker then. Last up and hoping to salvage a little bit of pride. So, I've gone to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, my God. And I've gone for... Well, formerly Sergeant Terry Jeffords, but I think it's now Lieutenant. I think. You, you actually won't believe who I've got in goal. It's not him, is it? I've got even better. Oh, no. No, not, not even better, because I do like that character. But higher rank, better. Ah. Um, I've, got, I've got Captain Raymond Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine in goal. Brilliant. They're both massive, though. Yeah. But it's hard to know who'd win. I feel like I feel like Captain Holtz, the t- I feel like he'd be the type who'd be able to be able to stop a, stop a ball coming at him. But at the same time, like Terry Crews is like oh, surely close to being like an athlete. Oh, he's huge. Did he used to play sports? Wasn't he? In, uh, didn't he used oh, to maybe. play football? American football. Oh well, that that might get you over the line. Actually, <laughs> I was thinking if we're going for rank, then technically, um, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, Terry Crews did used to play football. I'm looking it up now. Yeah, he was drafted by the Los Angeles Rams in the 11th round of the 1991 draft. He played six games with them, 10 games with the San Diego Chargers, 16 with the Washington Redskins, and he was also on the books of the Green Bay Packers and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Well, I'm looking up with Andre Brower played sport yeah but i don't think he did well aside from that as their characters so i i sort of i was going for pure power it worked for me in the past like episode one kingpin got across the line with uh pure power and i thought this is a bloke who could launch a football yeah straight like that is that's going to take some stopping but like you have Michael Antonio. Type yeah, yeah, Michael Antonio. Like, if he was stood on top of himself in a <laughs> trench coat. Yeah. But that being said, I can well believe that Raymond Holt would just absolutely no no change of expression or anything. Just like whip out a hand, and it would be glued to it like Spider Man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can see yeah, it. You can see it happening. That's, that's what I had in my mind. Um, but, I mean, it is it is hard to argue with the fact he doesn't have any previous, like, sport, um, any any sort of history of sport compared to um, your, your pick. It's a tough one. Um, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think you're being nice. No, well, I, I, don't, I don't know, maybe. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's a tough one because they are both like massive, um, and can't surely sort of 
you know, the other presence. It does feel like um it does feel like Godzilla versus King Kong in that kind yeah. of like battle of the titans, you know, yeah. like the rest of players are tiny compared. Yeah, those two just slogging it out at one end of the pitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of my team's been absolutely butchered. But there's <laughs> there's Terry Jeffers just slapping away. Um part of me know. part of me wants to make a sub just to just just to get another person on the pitch really. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think I think that's a very close battle, but I'm kind of I've already oh, yeah. lost, so I'm sort of inclined just to like throw someone random in there in case we ever do like a losers a yeah. losers episode and then I can use them again. Yeah. And all and, and to be fair as well, all of my picks really on on the bench. Not none of them are really goalkeepers, so this I'm sticking to this. I think. Well, I think I think I'm going to throw. I think I'm going to throw any chance I had of salvaging uh, any sort of joy. Not joy. That's wrong. Uh, any sort of um, credibility from this. This has been a very a, a poorly picked theme. I wanted to take you on at your own game. And uh, I realise why it's your game. I've I've been battered, <laughs> so I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a sub for the sheer thrill of it. Uh, I sort of referenced it a bit earlier with um, my team name pick. Uh, well, the team name I didn't pick in the end, and I'm gonna pick someone from Community just because I I bloody love Community. Yeah. Uh, it, it was so, it was so, so, like, so good for the first few seasons. And then Pierce leaves because Chevy Chase had a falling out with the uh, writer director. Oh, yeah. and, and, like, I, it still held its own. And then, like, I think the last two seasons were a bit like, oh, that's a shame. I mean, we're still hoping, like, six seasons in a movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I just think I wanted to talk about how i like community i think i wanted that to be out in the world on record i want people to know that i like community and i'm not afraid to say it um and so i originally this sub was going to be jeff winger and he was going to go on the wing and that would have been my whole argument for that (laughs) but i think to um it's bending the rules a bit because I've I've selected them in the opposite order here. So Jeff was going to be the sub, and this other guy was going to be the the manager. But yeah. ju- hey, I've lost, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat, and it's gonna be fine, and I'm still gonna concede. I'm gonna go for full community themed manager sub all the lot. So we've got <laughs> Jeff Winger as manager, advocating for. <laughs> uh, advocating for Arbed. I mean, so you can see why it would have worked the other way around. Yeah. But Arbed um, would have been really good tactically. Uh, I'm sort of thinking here, maybe, I don't know if I have to pretend like I think he'd score past Roman Holt. Uh, they're sort of both a bit unflappable, you know, they're they've yeah. kind of both got that sort of roboticness to them. He's, very proficient at paintball. Actually, am I talking myself into this? He's very good at paintball. Arbed's like, had a lot of success with that. Um, yeah. Well, he's a bit. I suppose he's a bit of a Niles Crane, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Where you you kind of go, okay, well, this guy's going to be crap, and then he's not. And then with like a Jeff Winger motivational speech ringing in his ear, you know that boosts him. <laughs> yeah. Does it boost um, him to be better than Raymond Holt? Who knows? But maybe, maybe your manager really puts the nail in the coffin. Um, well, I, I mean, yeah, I could. If you need him, I mean, you you can just sit there and. I, I think I'm going to stick to it. To be honest, I was I'd be tempted to bring my manager on, but he's definitely not. He's he's not cut out to be a player. Um, he's actually a very good manager though, because I've picked, and it's it's kind of a clever pick, I think, because. He has. He he was a manager in in the sitcom at one point. I picked Father Ted Crilly, <laughs> Father Ted, um, because there is an episode where he manages the the like pensioner um, priest team um, against like the Italian um, pensioner priest team. Jeez. So, 
So and he, and he you know he's he fixes it actually. So he's actually a very good manager because he he's cheating all the time. So yeah, but yeah. So because of that, I'm going to stick to Raymond Halting goal. But um, you put up a good argument, and I'm not I'm not I'm not really sure where to go with it. To be honest, I do kind of think maybe Abed would be would be a bit of a Niles and would. Uh, I feel like he sort of just stands still for ages, and you think, "What the hell's he doing?" And then somehow he'd score, and he's, but he's—you don't really know what he's what he's going to do. Whereas, whereas Niles had super hands to deal with. Yeah, it's Raymond Holt, the man's a yeah man's a machine. I do you know? I think I think I think you picked the best option in goal. I think that I think you've picked the best sitcom character to go in goal. I mean. You know, if I'm willing to go on record with that as well. So bring it on. I like community. And I think Raymond Holt is the best goalkeeper in all of sitcomery. So, uh, yeah, sitcomery. That's, <laughs> that's, really cool, that's right? its full title. Um, that's, what it, <laughs> that's what it stands for. So, to be honest with you, mate, I think I'm going go- to lose this 4-1. It's, uh, I, feel, I feel very bad. Um, but I... Uh... I suppose there's no arguing with it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's happened, especially with Father Ted as like backup in the in the manager. Yeah. I think I think if I was maybe thinking, oh, I might have just edged ahead with Abed. You've got quite a good pick with managerial experience. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it, mate. I think it's four-one. And there we have it. A win for me. But did we get it right or should David have won this week? Well, you can let us know whether you think we got it right or wrong via Twitter at FantFantFootPod, Instagram at FantFantFoot, and on YouTube on the official Fancy Fancy Football Podcast channel. You can also tune in to previous episodes of the Fancy Fancy Football Podcast on Spotify and all other major podcast platforms such as Amazon Podcasts and Google Podcasts. It may be the end of this week's episode, but we'll be back next week for yet another edition where we might turn to pick the theme, and once again, we can fight out to be the best at fantasy fantasy football. <laughs>